With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two guys talking sports from a fan's perspective. I just like I just like what Carolina's putting together. I mean, their quarterback is better than Chad Henney. So Cam Newton's better than Chad Henney. So would you say at the end of the season that you're willing to say Carolina's going to have a better record than uh, than uh, the Dolphins? I think so. I think that, I think Carolina will have a better record than the Dolphins because the Dolphins have a tougher division in the AFC East. So are we taping this? Okay, so yeah, end of the season. I want to I want to go back to that one because I'm not buying Cam Newton is good, but I, Cam Newton is good, but I'm I'm just I'm not buying him as a quarterback as far as leading them to the pro, the pro Promised land or, or winning season, I'm not buying it. It's Rocket Voice Fisher. This is the RF Sports Show. Coming at you twice a week, only on Deep End Media, Cutting Edge Entertainment. Welcome, everyone, to our sports podcast. I am RF. I'll be joined by my co host, Royce, here in just a sec. We do a sports podcast with the RF Sports Radio Show each and every Wednesday, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, where, of course, you can download it on iTunes or subscribe to our show on iTunes as well. Let me bring on my co-host for today's podcast, Mr. Royce Fisher. Royce, how are you, sir? What's going on, Rodney? Go Rangers. I know. (laughs) We definitely got to talk a lot about the Rangers, also the uh, the whole playoff picture for baseball. Also get into a little bit of the NBA lockout, give you guys an update on that, and also the talk as well, too. So we have a lot to discuss, as we always do. Let's go ahead and get started real quick on our top stories in our podcast. And I want to spend time on the NBA lockout. Royce, as you know, we had a special guest on with us this past Saturday, uh, Bill Ingram from yeah. HoopsWorld.com who gave us a lot of information about the lockout. And since then, more developments have come from the lockout. They had a meeting yesterday, which proved to be uneventful. The players went down one percentage point from 54% to 53 as far as what they like to have. And then the owners went down from 47 to 46% on what they would offer to the players. So nothing got done. Uh, and then David yeah. Stern approached the players and said, hey, what if we do a 50-50 split? How would that work? Would you guys go for something like that? And they absolutely said, no, no way we're going to even discuss a 50-50 split. And you know what's so weird, Rodney? They're not that far off. It was, what, 53-47 at first, and now mm-hmm. 50-50 split. That seems fair to me. It seems yeah. fair, but the players decided they don't want to. They don't want to take that deal. They said they don't even want to discuss that. So that now, David Stern is saying that if there's not a deal done by Monday, he's going to start canceling regular season games. Yeah, at least the first two weeks of regular season, and that'd be real unfortunate because uh, a lot of people are looking forward to basketball. I thought maybe they would come to some compromise by now. But you can't get no fired in 50-50, man. I mean, that's fair to me. Why the players walk out, I have no idea. Yeah, it's very, very strange for that to happen. I mean, 50-50 is 
fair. I mean, that's even yeah, even split between. Even. Yeah, we're talking about four billion dollars. I think you can share four billion dollars. Okay, two billion a piece sounds good to me. Oh yeah, yeah, real, real. But uh, they're not supposed. To, there's no uh, negotiations to meet again. So we kind of limbo yeah. with basketball. I really don't know what's going on. I thought maybe they would, you know, after seeing the lockout in football and seeing the repercussions of what that caused, you know, a lot of teams are really not in sync, take Philadelphia, for instance. You know, and how is that going to affect basketball season? Well, I, I think uh, one thing that they proposed and what David Stern threw out there, which I don't think is a bad idea, we all remember when the lockout, the last lockout, they had to start the season in uh, February, a real short 50-game season. But he proposed if it has to go that long, if we don't start until February, maybe go ahead and have an 82-game season and playing all the way up until July. Um, instead of ending the season in April, you know, if need be, which is not a bad idea because there's really nothing else going on in the sports world uh, up until, you know, baseball. So that would be right. the start of baseball, but it, that would cover pretty much everything after football season leading up to uh, baseball season. So that that yeah. might not be a bad idea either. Yeah, and especially during January when football season is winding down, you know, uh, be no basketball would be kind of hard to accept. Yeah, no doubt. And of course, uh, other players are starting to make their make their agenda known by actually going going ahead and going to overseas to play. We talked about Kobe Bryant on our Saturday show, and what Bill was telling us was that they're working on putting some type of deal together for him. They're actually trying to rearrange uh, the scheduling for the Italian league that way he can play in larger arenas. So they're frantically working trying to get that deal done. And I learned this morning that Tony Parker has decided to go play in France. No no biggie there. He's only going to be playing for uh, 2000 per month on his deal. Wow. So he's got a much smaller deal, but he's decided to go overseas and play too. Well, who do you think is going to hurt most? I don't know the other players. Uh, I think it's going to definitely hurt both, honestly. Uh, both players both players, are only going to have to take some kind of risk either way. Uh, but... I think someone's gonna have to someone's gonna have to go ahead and bite the bullet on this one. It's gonna be the players more so. I think it will be the owners. Similar to what happened in the uh, football negotiations as well, too. And that's why it's always smart. That's why it's always smart to take care of your money, because anything can happen. You know that. So now I think they're facing some of the problems that we're facing every day too. You know, people uh, losing jobs, but we ain't had any lockouts in the company, but. Who knows? That may be next. So uh, you got you to be right with your money because you never know what might happen. Yeah, no doubt. Let's jump into some baseball talk real quick. And the baseball playoffs, of course, have started with the Texas Rangers being the first team to advance past the ALDS. So congratulations to the Rangers and manager oh, yeah. Ron Washington for doing it a second time in a row and doing it through Tampa Bay as well, too. But last night, what a game by Adrian Beltre, having three home runs, three RBI, three single home runs in a game to get the Rangers a win 4-3 over Tampa Bay. So now they can't advance. They can sit back and rest. And they won't have to play again until Saturday, either New York or Detroit, who tied their series last night after New York won the game. They'll go to game five, which will be played uh, tomorrow. So now and, you the know, Rangers are pretty much in good position now. Yeah, they're in great position. They get a chance to rest. You know, it's not back-to-back. They ought to go into another series. And, 
and and like you said, congratulations to Belcher, man. I mean, what a performance. You know, you got to put him now in the same breath with Reggie Jackson and Babe Ruth. You know, I know. He's one of the, right. the guys that – so does that make him an automatic Hall of Famer? <laughs> it could. I mean, he's only the fifth player yeah. in baseball history to right. do that, three home runs so, in the postseason game. So. And, you know, out of all the people that played baseball, for him to be only five people that have done that before, you know, it, that, that should be an automatic birth into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Don't you agree? So, uh, no, I, I think he should definitely be considered. He's putting together a great season. I just imagine right. if he wasn't as hurt as he was throughout the entire season, he could be an MVP candidate the way he tore it up the, at the beginning of the season. If he right. hadn't had those injuries, I think he would have had a, a great season this year, a great season. Yeah. So I, I don't think that, I hope he just has a great postseason, which will help us. Right, and that's one thing uh, you can say about this Ranger team. You know, any they have so much talent on this team that any given player can step up. I, you know, we've seen Cruz do it. We've seen Hamilton do it. You know, uh, it, it, it's amazing the talent on this team. And, and like you say, Ron Washington has really put together a fantastic group of players, you know, especially for the Dallas area because we never experienced, you know, we got to go to World Series last year, first time for the Rangers. And this year right. to go back to have a chance to win it again, I mean, you know, you got to be excited if you're a Rangers fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're not a Rangers fan, there's nothing wrong with jumping on the bandwagon now. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Now, we mentioned we mentioned uh, the, the ALDS. Now, the NLDS is still yet to be decided. The Phillies, right. they hold off the Cardinals. They win 3-2 in their last game, and now they take a 2-1 lead, and they'll play again here uh, tomorrow, or today, rather. And then the Brewers and the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks hold off elimination by beating the Brewers eight to one, and I think right. the, the Brewers will definitely take that series. So I see Philly possibly and Milwaukee in the NLCS. And who would you like the Rangers to play, Royce? Would you like to see Detroit or would you like to see the Yankees? I I, I would like to see the Yankees, for only for two reasons. I want them to whip the the Yankees. You know, but, you know, the Yankees always step up when they come to playoffs. I'm kind of scared of them because, you know, uh, there's a lot of stars on that team. And, you know, that's that's when they really shine is doing the, the the run for the series. So uh, I, I, I like them to, to play New York, but I, I'm kind of scared for them to face New York because they've always had trouble with that team, you know. And, you know, it's amazing you were talking about Philly. It wasn't their pitches. That did it. It was more they hitting that won them. You know, right. I thought maybe right. them having so much talent in pitching that uh, they would really dominate. But it really wasn't the pitching. You know, Cliff Lee pitched the other day and he wasn't that great. You know, we saw that with the Rangers. But I, I like to see them play the Yankees. I like to see them beat the Yankees. But at the same time, I'm afraid of the Yankees. Well, how can you not be that mystique of the, the New York Yankees is is big. And playing in New York, I mean, if they if they play the Yankees, that won't be the home home team for that right, particular that, series. They have to go to New York, you know. Right. So that is a little bit different there too. But I, I just that Verlander, him pitching in Detroit is is, is an iffy proposition to me. I think I'd rather right. them play the Yankees as well too. Yeah. Well, either way, you know, you got to look at the weather. You know, it's starting to get cold. You know, in October, mm-hmm. and of course now we know they've been getting a lot of rain up there in New York and Detroit area. 
you know, so I, I wonder if that's going to be a real factor. I would like to play in warm yeah. weather, but we know how that yeah. goes in October. Anything can happen in baseball. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Let's take a quick uh, station identification break before we jump into the NFL talk. You're listening to the Sports Podcast with Rock and Royce Fisher, RF Sports Radio on Deep End Media. Two guys talking sports from a fan's perspective. I just like I just like what Carolina's putting together. You, I mean, their quarterback is better than Chad Henney. So Cam Newton's better than Chad Henney. So would you say at the end of the season that you're willing to say Carolina's going to have a better record than uh, than uh, the Dolphins? I think so. I think I think Carolina will have a better record than the Dolphins because the Dolphins have a tougher division in the AFC East. So are we taping this. Okay, so yeah, end of the season. I want to I want to go back to that one because I'm not buying Cam Newton is good, but I, Cam Newton is good, but I'm I'm just I'm not buying him as a quarterback as far as leading them to the pro, the pro Promised land or, or winning season, I'm not buying it. It's Rocket Boy Fisher. This is the RF Sports Show. Coming at you twice a week, only on Deep End Media, Cutting Edge Entertainment. All right, guys, and we are back on our sports podcast. Tune into our full length show each and every Saturday at 11 a.m on dpmmedia.net or log on to our website, rfsportsradio.com. Follow us there and see all the stories that we talk about. We post them pretty much every day. And also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Now, Royce, let's talk NFL real quick before we let everyone go and enjoy the rest of their morning at work because we know people listen to us at work and not work while they're listening to us. (laughs) So we want to get everybody back to their jobs. Uh, okay. Real quick, a couple of tidbits about the NFL, if I could just jump on a couple of things that broke out today. One, you might find this interesting, is that Brett Favre has finally made a comment about Aaron Rodgers winning a title for Green Bay. And he basically said that he thought he would do it a long time ago. He's asking what took so long. He said Aaron's got enough talent. He has that team that I pretty much left there which was a Super Bowl caliber team, and why did it take Aaron so long to win a title? His quote was, he just kind of fell into a good situation. On top of that, he's a good player. I don't think there's any pressure on him now. The talent around him is even better than when I was there. So, Brett Favre, I guess, giving Rodgers some props, I guess. I guess you look at it that way. Well, the reason why it took so long, they had uh, a lot of 27 teams in their way. You know, it's not easy to win a Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, we never really had a comment from Brett, uh, you know, about Aaron Rodgers, but it's, that's a pretty good thing to say. And he's absolutely yeah. right. It's a lot of talent that is a Super Bowl caliber team. And uh, I, I wonder, does he feel bad about leaving? Yeah. When he did. Well, I, think, he did. I, I, I don't think he wanted to leave, honestly. I just think that the organization was ready to kind of, Move on. Right, move so that was, a, you right. know, we, we know how that kind of happened. Uh, quick right. note coming across the wire right now is that uh, Missouri has actually voted this morning to leave the Big 12. So wow. we'll have to definitely talk about that on Saturday. Looks like the Big 12 is collapsing as we speak. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's jumping ship. Must be something going on. And, you know, we got to find the dirt on that. It's been a lot of movement this year, man. You know, I, I, I wonder, is it about the money uh, or what's going on? Yeah, well, it's always going to be about the money, as you as you already know. 
always right. going to be about the money. Let's jump into a couple of NFL stories real quick on our sports podcast. Uh, we had some injuries over the weekend. And the biggest one, I think, is going to be Andre Johnson with the Houston Texans. Now it looks like he's going to miss about three weeks, three weeks in the yeah. season. They could go longer. But for the Texans, they have such a great season so far. What do they have to do now, Royce, to stay focused now that their star receiver is going to be out for three weeks? Well, somebody's got to step up. I'm good they got Adrian Foster back. That really does yeah. help the running game. But uh, uh, that's a big shoe to fill. I mean, the guy's fantastic. That's going to be a big loss for them. But, uh, you know, they made it this far without, you know, Rogers running. So, I mean, I mean Foster running, I'm sorry. But uh, they just have to buy some time, you know. Yeah. They definitely have to buy some time. And, and another big injury that's going to plague a lot of teams is going to be uh, what plague the Steelers is going to be James Harrison is going to be missing some yeah, time. Yeah, I heard about that. That's going to be a big loss for them. But, of course, now they're loaded with talent, too, and somebody's going to step up there. But why are we on the thing about the Steelers to me though, Royce, is they're they're not the same Steelers to me. I mean, they just seem a little slower. I mean, they're, yeah, they're going to the wire with teams like Indianapolis. They don't seem right. like the same Steelers team in the way that Baltimore is playing. They're gonna have a tough time trying to win that division. Yeah, and and, and that's a lot of old guys too. And I think the mystique Pittsburgh is gone. Uh, they're struggling on offense. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and if you think about it, it wasn't a lot of changes made. Uh, you know, on this team this year, it's basically the same team. I don't see them adding too many players. A lot of guys, you know, came back and signed basically the same team they had last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so while they, we're on the they, subject they... of football, go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, no, go ahead, bro. <laughs> you know, we're going to talk about your team before we go out there. Yeah, that's and that, that's what I wanted to get into right away. Everybody knows I'm an avid Cowboy fan. We talk about it a lot on our shows on both Saturday at 11 a.m. and Monday night at 10:30 p.m. on DPNmedia.net. And we have to talk about the Cowboys' collapse, losing a 24-point lead in the second half after being up 27 to three and losing 34 to 30 against the Lions and. Another game that Tony Romo has lost. I mean, he's lost two games by itself, the Jets game and this game. He's won two games, I think, by itself as well by playing heroically in the 49ers game and also coming back uh, the previous weekend winning the game as well, too, but I guess the uh, Redskins on Monday night. But he lost his game, Roy. So he simply lost this game. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the second game he has lost out of four. And I, I kind of feel sorry for Cowboy fans because I, I know you all have hung your hopes on Tony Romo, but after a couple of years, I mean, come on, man. I, <laughs> the guy has not delivered, you know. And I heard somebody the other day comparing him to Danny White. My understanding was he's tied Danny White for the most lost comeback from behind victories, largest margin or something. But uh, yeah. I always said along that this was y'all's, the modern-day Cowboy fans version of Danny White that we've had back in the 80s. So uh, I, I've seen this with the Cowboys. They, you know, they they stayed with him too long, same way they did with Danny White. They didn't go out and get anybody. They didn't get anybody 
they have Kitna as a backup, which is good. But far as coming, you know, building for the future, they didn't go out and get anybody or even recruit anybody. And I don't understand that. But Jerry believes wholeheartedly in Tony Romo. And one day he's going to wake up and realize that Tony Romo is not the guy. But he definitely lost this game for Dallas. Three interceptions. You cannot win a football game throwing three interceptions. Well, you know what, though? I, I just hope that Jerry realizes just what you just said, that you've you got to do something to plan for another quarterback. You have to. Now, you made a mistake in the last six years not drafting any quarterbacks right. whatsoever. And now we're in this position where we ride or die with Romo. I mean, we we really don't have any other options. We live or die with him. Yeah, you have to. And if, you, if you're the GM, if you're the GM, you've done a bad job. You've done a bad job because you have no one you can plug in that can right. help this team right now. You know, they can play quarterback for the Cowboys. Kidna can do it, but again, Kidna is an older quarterback. He's not going to actually give you the best option to win like Romo could do. Right, but. This thing, this whole one more thing has got to end. It's got, it's absolutely got to end. As a Cowboy fan, speaking for Cowboy Nation, the Romo has to end. We've got to find someone else. This team could be four and zero right now. Well, well you it know, be four and zero, but it relies on the quarterback. The quarterback's got us at two and two. That's, that's and you're right. And you know, we saw Philly do it with McNabb after they exactly. realized that the, 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 what they were going through with McNabb. He couldn't win the big game. They got rid of. You know, and, and look who they have now, Michael Vick. He's tearing it up. They're not winning, but he's did. You can't blame that on on Michael Vick for them losing, you know, so much. But you can blame Tony Romo for two of Dallas losses, you know, absolutely. And I don't know why Jerry doesn't see that. Like I said, he put too much stock in Tony Romo. And, and, and we know he was never a starter. He was always a backup. You know, he, he didn't compete for the job. He was just absolutely given the job. You know, that's mm-hmm. why I don't understand. Nobody competed him. I would rather see Kitten in that. And, and for Tony Romo to make the same mistake over and over, it's unexcusable. You know, if, if it's not there, everybody knows to throw the ball away. That's, you know, that that's automatic for a quarterback. But Tony mm-hmm. Romo tried to, to you know, to, to get the ball in there, he tries to get it in situations where it's uncatchable, you know, and, and leaves his receivers wide open, you know, to, to get picked off. But I don't understand why Jerry doesn't see it. Everybody else sees it. Tony Romo is not the guy to lead Dallas to a championship. And, and, Royce, this is my sports opinion. If I can get my sports opinion real quick, this is what I like to see happen as a, as a true Cowboy fan. And, and it's going to be crazy when I say this, but this is what I want to see as a true Cowboy fan. Take Tony out, put in Kidna. Matter of fact, tank the rest of the season. Just lose all the rest of the games this season. Just go 2-14. Go 2-14, get a number one draft pick or a top pick, and take Robert Griffin III from Baylor. That's what I want to happen. We got, oh, yeah, we got a young great pick. We got a young offensive line. They're gonna get better. We've got a young receiving core. They're gonna get better. We've got a new defensive coordinator. We've got some. We can draft some new defensive secondary players. We can have a young team and bring in Robert Griffin III to play quarterback. That's what I want to see happen. Hey, you know, if you go back and name the last three Dallas quarterbacks. I mean, just apparently they don't believe in 
getting a stop well, there for no that position. No. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, cause the last, yeah, the last three quarterbacks they had were alpha. They even recruited a, a, a baseball player to play quarterback. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and I, I, <laughs> I don't understand that. That's the most vital position, you know, in football, and you do want a leader in that position. Your quarterback should probably be your best player. I don't see that on Dallas' mm-hmm. team. Well, I think I think the whole thing with Jerry not drafting the quarterback had a lot to do with ego. You know, he always feels like he can he can find talent that no one else can see. Right. And then at right. the same time, it's money. He always knew that if you drafted the quarterback in the first round or with the first pick, you're going to have to pay him. Well, those days have changed, Jerry. They That's have true. a rookie salary cap now, okay? That's true. That's Thank true. the rest of the That's season. True. Thank the rest of the season. Go 2-14 and 14 and get Robert Griffin the third. And we will and we will win some titles here in Dallas. Now, now speaking of that, there has been a lot of reaction in the sports world about Romo, as everyone already knows. A right. couple of uh, a couple of people have weighed in on Romo, including one Deion Sanders and his outspoken character on the NFL Network. He says, right. "I don't understand this guy." Said, "Just when you want to believe in him, heroic effort came back against San Francisco. They say punch a lung and everything, and we praise him and we say, yeah, that's our leader. He's our guy.'" And then you come and do this, and we wonder, what are you thinking? So sooner or later, we just got to quit guessing and assuming that this guy is the guy to is the guy to get over the hump. And you say, you know what? This guy always is going to be great statistically, but he's not the right. guy that can take you where you want to go, and that's the Super Bowl. Right, and you're exactly right. That's why I compare him to Danny White. Danny White broke all kind of cowboy records. But when, I think he won one playoff game. I mean, you know, statistics is one thing. Winning is another. And I don't understand with this talented group of quarterbacks that came out this year, you think Dallas could have done something, you know, moved up in the draft, uh, made a trade or anything to get a player. Look, you know, they they, they they got rid of Marion Barber. They got rid of Roy Williams. And, you know, they, and they got nothing. You know, they they got nothing for them. They could have traded. You know, and and I don't understand that, and hopefully Jerry's starting to see that, you know, because and, and, the fans do see it. I wouldn't be surprised the next game if they boo Romo or even call for Kenner to come out. Absolutely. And speaking of speaking of here in Dallas, uh, people that follow the team, one Dirk Nowitzki sent out a tweet trying to support Romo, giving him some comfort, basically saying, you know, don't listen to the critics. I went through the same type of deal. And, but the only thing about the difference between Dirk and Romo <laughs> is Dirk practiced on his basketball full time. Dirk right. was the first in the gym, the last to leave. Dirk right. continuously played. Me and you both saw how Dirk was this season. Dirk didn't play any games this season. He didn't want right. to do no post-game interviews. He didn't want right. to sit around right. and gloat about focused. anything. He knew it was all about business. I'll celebrate when we get that title. And, I, and Romo right. is not that, doesn't have that kind of character in him. No, no, he doesn't. And and another thing, Mark Cuban did surround uh, Dirk with people that you know that can help him. And and I I see the Cowboys kind of doing that, but at the same time, it's not your other players. And I do fault the the defense on some of that. It's not the other players because there's plenty of talent around him. But when your quarterback constantly loses game, and we know he did it just on him twice out of four games, that says something about your quarterback, not not the whole team, but that does say something about your quarterback. When you can pinpoint that 
these two games were lost by Tony Romo. Right. Absolutely. And his perception around the league, not just with the media, people like me and you, or just with basketball players like Dirk, but it's also changing with players that do play the game and play Romo every year. Chris Cooley, the Redskins tight end, was on 106.7, the fan in Washington, and this is what he had to say. He said, it's amazing. Amazing to watch him choke like that. I'm just saying if I'm up 24 points in the third quarter, if I'm a head coach, I feel like I could probably just take a knee for the rest of the game, punt it away, and there's no way Detroit's going to drive on you that many times. The only way you're going to give up that many points is turnovers, right? He said it's hilarious to watch him throw pick sixes two back-to-back, and I loved it. This is from a Washington Redskins. Yeah, it's from a Washington Redskins. These are what players think about Romo. They play against Romo. No respect. No respect. None whatsoever. All that stuff that happened in San Francisco is out of the window. All the punch and lung talk, all the broken ribs talk, I don't want to hear it anymore. That, 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 That heroic effort that he put together, when you look at the games he lost, that means a lot more than that game that he won. A lot right. more than the games that he won. And, you know, players line up against Tom Brady or Matthew Stratford or Michael Michael Bick. You know, there's it, 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 it got to be some fear against him. You know what I mean? Because you know the guy's going to gonna burn you. But if you yeah. get out there and, and Tony Romo doesn't have that fear, uh, defenses don't prim and defensive backs don't prim, that's a problem for Dallas. Yeah, no doubt. Well, make sure you guys tune in for our full-length show on Saturdays at 11 a.m. on dpmmedia.net. I go to rfsportsradio.com. Also, Monday nights following Saturday Night Lights on uh, dpmmedia.net at 10.30. And this Friday, we're going to be broadcasting DeSoto High School versus North Mesquite from DeSoto. That starts at 6.45 with the Friday Night Tailgate Show. So make sure you stay tuned with us. Keep us locked. We do our podcast every Wednesday morning. And follow us on and that, Twitter at twitter.com slash Radio. And that's DeSoto's homecoming, so I'm looking forward to getting a lot of listeners. Big game, big celebration in DeSoto. And right now I want to apologize because I was driving while we were doing this show. So my apologies to the viewers. And a great show. All right, and see you guys on Friday for DeSoto Football. Friday, oh, this has been the Sports Sports Podcast with Rock and Royce Fisher, rfsportsradio.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.